Hey, welcome back. Comfort and contentment might seem like the ultimate life goal, right? But experiencing and facing discomfort is often the pathway to personal thriving. It's also much real because that is what we experience on a day-to-day basis. Now, that's because stepping outside of our comfort zone leads us to undiscovered capabilities and insights about ourselves and the world. In other words, discomfort signifies we are challenging old limitations and growing beyond them. All of that we will explore today in the podcast. Hey, welcome back. This is Lito. Today we are talking about the five uncomfortable things that can make you and I happy and or happier. Why is this important? Well, if we lean too heavily into complacency, we risk stagnation and also, I think, the erosion of our potential. As the saying goes, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. So that means pushing into discomfort builds emotional resiliency, adaptability, self-awareness, and humility about things that we don't know, and also the motivation to keep learning. For me, I think discomfort teaches us that what, what, what we're made of uh, at our core when, let's say, we're finally stripped of our usual coping strategies. It it requires this discomforting. It requires vulnerability, acknowledging our insecurities, uncertainties, and fears that hold us back subconsciously, but also limits us from reaching our full height. Shedding those protects us, but also disconnects us from others and also discovering deeper meaning. So here are five uncomfortable things that can make you and I happy. Number one is facing our fears. Pushing ourselves outside our comfort zone by confronting our fears, whether it's, let's say, public speaking, asking someone on a date, or even something like riding a roller coaster, can be uncomfortable. However, facing fears lead to immense personal growth and self-confidence. Overcoming the discomfort of fear usually transforms self-doubt into the empowerment of Accomplishment. Gradually facing smaller fears can show that you are capable of handling and overcoming greater life challenges down the road. Number two, embracing vulnerability. Making yourself emotionally vulnerable with trusted friends and partners can facilitate an authentic human connection. Opening up does require risks and It also, well, definitely it feels uncomfortable at first. However, the mutual sharing involved in emotional intimacy does build deeper bonds. It taps into our shared human experiences, thus leading to feeling understood, accepted, and even supported. And so this can combat loneliness and also foster meaningful relationships. Telling a friend how much you appreciate and value their support or admitting to your partner your deepest insecurities, or even opening up to a counselor about ongoing struggles with anxiety, those are some ways by which you embrace 
vulnerability. Number three, taking responsibility for actions. Holding ourselves accountable when we make a mistake rather than blaming others often requires dealing with discomfort. However, acknowledging the uncomfortable emotions of one guilt, not two shame or three embarrassment, and also even apologizing leads to personal maturity. Learning from failures and mistakes helps emotional resilience to deal with life's inevitable troubles. This personal integrity then leads to improved relationships built on trust. So things like owning up to a serious mistake at work and apologizing or acknowledging you were wrong in an argument with a relative or maybe even committing to make amends with a friend after you betrayed their trust is one way of taking responsibility for your action. Now we've covered three of the five uncomfortable things that could make us happy. The first three, that's facing your fears, embracing vulnerability, and taking responsibility. They, they all involve aspects of facing challenges, confronting emotions, and taking ownership. And so I refer to them as the core of individual development. Facing fears allows us to expand our comfort zone. Embracing vulnerability builds authenticity and connection, and taking responsibility empowers us to control our actions and responses, thus fostering personal growth. The next two installments focus on communication and relationships, as well as establishing healthy personal limits. And both of these aspects, I think, underline the importance of fostering strong interpersonal skills and personal empowerment. So these are number four, engaging in difficult conversations, providing critical feedback, disclosing bad news, and working through conflicts require leaning into discomfort. The awkwardness and potential emotional hurt can lead people to avoid these conversations. I know. However, facing that discomfort directly gets all issues out in the open for honest dialogue and constructive solutions. This promotes understanding and also strengthens bonds through establishing or through the establishment of mutual respect. And finally, number five is setting boundaries. Simply learning to say no and setting clear personal and or professional boundaries counterbalances society's expectation for us to conform. The guilt and social repercussions of refusing requests makes setting boundaries uncomfortable. However, Listening to your own limits and needs builds essential self-care. And so enforcing defined boundaries leads to a healthier relationship to others. Um, also helps men create mental clarity and even helps you operate at your full potential. Now pause for a moment and consider how do you fare in embracing these uncomfortable actions. Facing fear, embracing vulnerability, taking responsibility, engaging in difficult conversations, as well as setting boundaries, let's face it, they're not easy. They can feel like diving into um, 
icy or muddy waters, uh, which is daunting and uncomfortable at first. But here's the catch. The discomfort is merely the beginning. The outcome, it's, it's actually worth every ounce of discomfort. In other words, the outcome outweighs the discomfort. These actions pave the path to personal growth, stronger relationships, and a deeper sense of fulfillment. They, they might challenge you, definitely, and they might make you squirm a bit, but the rewards are immeasurable. So, I invite you to ponder, where do you stand with these uncomfortable but empowering steps? How can embracing them lead you toward a more fulfilling and content life? Sometimes, stepping into discomfort is the bravest thing that we can do. And the rewards on the other side are often beyond what we imagine. Learning to listen to discomfort carefully can reveal where our next steps for growth lie. Discomfort signals we are moving from unconscious incompetence about an area into a conscious incompetence awareness of weaknesses due to either lack of skills or experience. And while this is painful, it is also essential, an essential first step that motivates us to then pursue conscious competence through self-improvement until we master the end, internalize new skills back into unconscious competence. So while a life devoid of all struggle and distress is not realistic or even desirable, Discomfort, when embraced proactively, directs us down new roads to developing our greatest gifts. It reminds us that regardless of age, relative success, or public image, we are still always evolving works in progress. Great fulfillment comes through embracing the uncomfortableness of the journey, not any single destination. And that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It was also an uncomfortable piece for me to put together. But if you have any suggestions for future topics, do let me know. I'm always looking for new ideas to explore. And I do hope this episode has inspired you to make positive changes in your life this week. And if you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back soon with more content and have a nice and an awesome week ahead.